Hello, my friends. It's once again your fabulously ferocious furry friend, Wolf the Dog. And I'm your host with the most. Your hoist with the moist. Your greasy baby. Your large friend with the good hair. And I'm talking at y'all live from sometime here at 694.2 PTBP, wherever I am's best whatever this is. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is from Alchemy Yeti, with two T's, who tweeted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod. Have you considered doing something similar, listener? I liked it when Alchemy Yeti, with two T's, did it. Alchemy Yeti, with two T's, writes, Well, hello there, my dearest wolf. You can call me Alchemy Yeti. Appreciate the howl. How's the gorbage been treating ya? Hopefully extra slimy for your eclectic tastes. PTBP has been a favorite of ours ever since the trailer you fine boys put out. We run various TTRPGs on my Twitch and YouTube with the wife, and you've all been a wonderful inspiration to start up another mystery horror series. Can't wait to ingest your future projects. Wishing you the spiciest and most fetid undergrime, Yeti. Well, damn, thanks, Yeti, with the two T's, but, uh, Twitch? YouTube? What about me-tube? TTRPG? Trash today's really pissing good? What else could that even mean? You may speak in words that only bring confusion to me, but I appreciate the kind words you said at me through the World Wide Web. You truly seem to be a gourmand like myself, with only the finest taste in trash. If you want to be like Yeti with the two T's and write up something for your wolf to howl, Tag at Pretending Pod on the internet, or write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and holler at us about it. If you want to hear 30 bonus episodes, that's the $5 tier on Patreon. And if you want to submit a name and description for a potential NPC and location to be used in the show, that's the damn $10 tier. And if you want to watch a monthly live stream and uh, play some Jackbox with the cast, get your mitts on some shirts that kicketh ass, or even play a gaming session homebrewed and GM'd by Zach alongside Joe, Luke, and Thomas as your fellow players. Now that's all also available over at patreon.com slash pretending pod. You know what they say. The links are in the show notes. Thanks to everyone who reached out with appreciation for last week's puns. I hope you can also enjoy creative segues. It's time for the news. Last time, our intrepid heroes smash part of Cicero Mordaunt's new invention in rages that range from dutiful to envious to cocaine-fueled before Lafayette J. Honeycutt showed off his radical fucking jetpack. And that certainly should have been the coolest thing in the episode, 
But then, after finding a dead woman in the snow, in a room upstairs with the window open, Elden Ring reached out through the philanthropist's mind to call out to the power he swore to help, let himself be used as a vessel, and psychic attacked the top of Cicero Mordaunt's head off. And now, using a word that encapsulates that scene, it's Isabel Crane with Hollow. I didn't know a body could be hollow before its blood ran cold. I didn't know that the wind could sow through tissue and ragged bone. You were hollow. presenting a children's show or something like that. <laughs> you kind of are. Yeah. You absolutely are. That's how we promote Tell the show. Tell us a story, Scott. <laughs> it's an RPG show for time, kids. There was an inventor called Cicero Mord. <laughs> and he made wonderful toys for all the boys and girls in the world. <laughs> what happened to his head? <laughs> He ended up a redhead at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Zach, you did something last episode. I Welcome did... to Pretending to be People. <laughs> this is the fourth episode of The Thing You're Listening to. Oh, yeah, Pretending to be People. I'm Zach. I'm playing Elden Ring, and I did not kill anyone last episode. <laughs> Zach is not playing Elden Ring. He doesn't play video games. But it's, you know, <laughs> his, his character's, character's name. name is Elden Ring. Oh, that's why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, I just thought it was a kick ass name. <laughs> it is cool. I've been hearing people saying it so often. I thought I, I could use that. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> I thought it was a TikToker. Luke, who are you playing? I'm playing Checkers, a cult leader who talks like this. He's only 19 and he is in the middle of climbing down some ladder rungs. <laughs> is it going to be hard? He passed it already, it seems like. So, no. <laughs> All right, see, Joe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm Javi Brewer. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big, strong guy, but I hurt myself when I'm punching out a window upstairs up there. But I, 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 after some difficulty, I made it down to the ground. And uh, well, my, my buddy here, he, uh, he, he, my boss, he, uh, he's an inventor, and I just, I just saw him take off in his, uh, his, uh, his new invention. It's, uh, it's a sight to behold. I can tell you that much. Well, and who knows where um, where Lafayette J Honeycutt is? He was last seen <laughs> flying off into the snowstorm with his jetpack. Yeah, because there is no better time to test a prototype jetpack than, a fi- than in a 50 or 60 mile per hour Lafayette snowstorm. Lafayette <laughs> did not bring a prototype anything to, to upstage Cicero Mordant. He brought a fully fleshed out. Do you know how many Harveys died? Ew, there's flesh on it? How many Harveys crashed and burned in these things <laughs> to get ready for this one? Yeah. <laughs> Do you call it a jetpack or do you have like a... Do you call them all Harvey or do they... 
<laughs> Do you think that my Harvey actually has tested this one and it's the one that worked and that's why he's still with you? Yeah. Or, or have I not touched it yet? No, you've tested it. Okay. And it could move your bulk around and everything. <laughs> Dope. And he was like, this is the one. <laughs> Do you call it the jetpack, or do you have like a... It's called the X-1 right now, but... Uh, it's not called the fuck you gravity. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty cool name. That is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is my f- my fig. <laughs> <laughs> FYG. The fig X-1. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. I think that's who we are. And, uh, you probably are like binging all of these uh so you know what just happened but what just happened okay but i didn't kill anyone i again <laughs> you exploded his head yeah but again because it's more manslaughter than murder because he didn't really how is do it, it manslaughter Wait, I, He's, a guy died because of him exactly i was only a conduit again that's like what you say like when you hit somebody with your car I was just a conduit <laughs> of the car's power. Psychic right. croquet, psychic croquet, psychic croquet. <laughs> it was just uh, the thing working through me. It wasn't me. Right. I my hands are clean. It was it was an extreme instance of psychic croquet. <laughs> yeah. Where you croqueted a guy's head open. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the ball a little or too like hard. Apart, he is the ball in this. The, he was hit. He's the implement of psychic croquet. Yeah. Uh, Scott, when we when he the had camera a weak mind. when the camera pans to Elden Ring, uh, is he like covered in blood? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, head to foot. Well, not just blood, but cranial tissue and probably bits of skull as well. I think we'll deal with the aftermath of that in a few moments. Before then, I really want to catch up with Lafayette. Me too. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, would, I'm very I, I think we all would. But you know, what if he just comes jetpacking through the window at the climax? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're but not that's getting off next that episode. <laughs> so Lafayette is hurtling through the air in this experimental jetpack in high winds and no visibility. You have no real idea where you're going. Do you want to give me a luck roll to see where you end up? Instead of that, I'm going to um, <laughs> I'm going to spend ten luck with resourceful, and the jetpack has a built-in compass. Oh, and so <laughs> you should say a parachute too. He's just, just looking at it. The jetpack is also an inspector gadget. Everything, inspector ten luck spent very well. No, there is a little cool like. Um, he used some of uh, Mordaunt's uh, radon dental paste to uh, <laughs> to make a glow in the dark little display for his compass, and so he's he's looking at it um, on his wrist, and he's like guiding the jetpack straight towards the uh, the house as David Bowie plays. Rocket what skill? <laughs> what skill do you suppose you use to control a jetpack in high winds and no visibility? It's almost <laughs> like you're swimming in the air. <laughs> Do you have like a skill for weird science? No, that's a talent, and I think it gave me ten in mythos. Okay, but, uh, so can you use like mechanical engineering? I would like to argue that, but I bet it would be more like pilot. Yeah, I, I think pilot would be about right. Oh, nice! So you have a base of one percent in that. Yeah, I'm hoping that you've put points there. 
Or you're really lucky. Seeing as how you built yourself a jetpack, <laughs> it'd be weird if you didn't I'm have points there. I'm trying to find it on the sheet. I thought you were trying to take points off of other skills and put them into pilot. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not doing that to drive Here's the deal. auto. What would never happen is that he thought of the jetpack as we were sitting down to record this. <laughs> there's no way that, that there's not a chance. That is, of course, not what happened, Good. which is why I have 55 in pilot. Perfect. And Nothing in drive auto. <laughs> Wait, no, sorry. That's a baseline 20 in drive auto. I have 35 in pilot. Nice. Just enough to make it spicy. Love it. That's okay. spicy as hell, baby. Let's, let's see how this goes. 62. Oh, that's too much. Okay. Are we still so, playing 69 as crit, crit goodness? Always. always crit on, goodness. On uh, but it wasn't 69, so. Nope, it was 62. <laughs> I played on another podcast recently that did that, and I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> it was ours, Scott. Was... You're with us now. <laughs> no, no, no. no this, this this was like in the last two months. They probably got uh, it nice. from us. <laughs> they, they, they must, they must it's have not like a really it. easy thing to think of. Right. <laughs> Wait, could he gain seven luck and make his roll a 69? <laughs> <laughs> that that's the no. face of a yes. <laughs> that would put me at twenty nine luck. <laughs> no, you said gain. Okay. Yeah, you would gain seven because to add to your score. Because you went up, sure, on the right? Because you want to add to the roll, yeah. right? Yeah. To make it a sixty nine. <laughs> so I gain seven luck, and exactly. I and I make it a sixty nine. Yeah. So we do that, Scott. We do that. Can, can, can I just cut all this short and say no? <laughs> <laughs> You can lick whatever you want, but... Uh. <laughs> he let us lick. He just... The world had realistic consequences for it. We got pretty lucky. So, yes, there you are, barreling through the air in your jetpack, unable to see where you're going. You're getting thrown around by the winds. It's almost completely uncontrollable at the moment. But, I mean, you are at least navigating in roughly the right direction. But at the moment, it does look like your options are going to be limited to trying to maybe land somewhere on the building, but there's a good chance you'll just smack into the wall if you do that, uh, rather than, say, break through a window, because there is fundamentally a lot more wall than window. Or you might be able to ditch in a snowdrift if you're lucky and you can find one deep enough. You did say since we had walked out to that tower, a few feet had fallen, right? Like, Checkers oh, yeah. was no longer able to see our footprints, so... Was I, yeah. was I like, knee-high in snow walking out there it, yeah it was pretty much that and it's it's probably gotten deeper since then keep in mind i size 40 <laughs> well on the other hand you do know that there are quite a lot of cars parked outside so you know if, if you just plummeted in the wrong place you might end up having a rather hard landing then here's what i'd like to do i would like to look for the tallest fluffiest pine tree around here presumably it's got you know oh montpelier pines are so fluffy <laughs> they're so fluffy I, especially when they're snow covered exactly <laughs> and i just kind of want to hug that bad boy i just want to like i'm, I'm going to turn the engine off and <laughs> and drift into a tree and try to try to hug it down uh, that that word drift is doing an awful lot of heavy lifting <laughs> <laughs> well, because you can, fundamentally you can fundamentally you're another... switching off the one thing that is keeping you up in the air and 
flail. I'm, yeah, there are high winds. But well, well I see, also... Scott, I, I didn't <laughs> succeed in a pilot role when I tried to control it. Oh, so I thought, oh, what sure. if I just don't? Right. Uncontrol it. I think what we're hoping for here is is like a Buzz Lightyear situation where he's not <laughs> flying, but falling with grace. Or style. <laughs> I, I think this still comes down to a pushed piloting role here. Awesome. And okay. I mean, you know, if 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 you fail, if you succeed on this, you're going to land in your tree as you want. If not, you're going to land somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, how does pushed rolls work? Again? You just, just roll, roll it again. again on pilot, and you can't spend luck on this. Sixteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes. oh my god. Star man <laughs> waiting in the sky. <laughs> As Lafayette glides gently into the tree and like softly hugs it on the way down, he just thinks about his kick ass jetpack and he says, This is going to blow. Cicero's mind. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I mean the way that this has ended up is you've managed to grab hold of a branch sticking out from a fairly large pine tree, and you've shaken all the snow off it, and it is bending nicely and easing you down a bit. You can see that I mean, you're still a bit off the ground, but there is the roof of one of the outbuildings that you might be able to drop onto as an intermediate point. He says, tonight I will play the Santa Claus, and he he, <laughs> he, he lands on the roof. And, and he yells, parkour! You utilize that last branch. <laughs> so you land on there and immediately send a flurry of snow falling off the roof. You slide down a bit on, on some of the tiles. It's not too heavily sloped. And manage to just catch yourself in the guttering. Ooh. And that's the point at which you realize... That you're not alone on the roof. Oh, oh the flying thing! Yes! <laughs> there, there is something you can just make out this shape through the snow. This twisted, dark thing that, you know, you, you can just catch glimpses of it every now and then as the wind shifts. But it's moving, it's scuttling. That's the word, it's scuttling across the roof. And you can see that it is leaving a trail of blood behind it in the snow. And then it stops for a moment as, you know, you hit the guttering. And at that point it seems to have noticed you, and it is now scuttling in your direction. Is this the building that everybody, all the... Um, the party? The show, is, yeah, chauffeurs. is this a chauffeur party building? Hey, probably is. I, you'd guess, maybe. Someone outside yells, this is a great chauffeur party building. <laughs> I just, I, I... Lafayette is terrified, and he lets go of the gutter. Uh, he just wants to drop and get away from this thing, and he wants to then run into the chauffeur's party. I mean, first thing, let's have a sand roll as you see this thing scuttling towards you. I mean, it, it's, its head looks all wrong, and it looks like it's pulsating there in the gloom. There's, there's crenellations and ridges all over its head that are just throbbing, and things sticking out, sharp things. He, he oh, hates... He, he is not down with this but he passes his sand roll and um he's like i'm uh, sorry to drop out so soon old chap but uh (laughs) well and then he lets go okay give me a jump roll to have a graceful landing i don't think i have much of that 
Oh, that is You've a got base. baseline. What twenty? Twenty. Oh, a hundred. Wait, what oh, is zero 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 zero? That's a hundred. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my that's god. That's a hundred. Yeah. So I think. So I Holy think what shit. happens. Your bones go into your brain, and you're dead. <laughs> you try to leap off the roof. But the cuff of your trousers gets caught in the guttering. And you, you leap off and suddenly, I mean, you're there hanging oh. by one leg, swinging backwards and forwards like a screaming pendulum as this thing scuttles across the roof towards you and looks down at you. As you oh, are. oh, my God. We'll, we'll come back to you in a moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, incredible. <laughs> I will say the moment you said scuttles, I got goosebumps. I was like, oh. I wonder if that's... Thing has too many legs. <laughs> that thing has two legs. <laughs> I wish it had none. So, meanwhile, Checkers and Harvey had just finished climbing down the the, the slippery, now slightly blood splattered ladder, and made it down to, I guess, the comparative safety of the ground. Yeah, as we get into the ground, I I get down there and then I help Harvey down the last few steps, and I've got like quite a bit of blood on my face from it dripping down from you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and your boss flew off. Did you see which way he went? We we got to catch up to him. Would the light from I feel like maybe the completely engulfed in flames tower <laughs> light have like illuminate the area enough for us to look around and see the way the buildings are laid out he's on the other side at the moment so you wouldn't be able to see him from where you are but if you start moving over towards the main building you could probably see him fairly easily i i, I think i when i was climbing down i think i saw him fly off that way to, to, towards the the, the buildings uh, then that's head that direction then we gotta we gotta catch up with the boss how's your arm can can we try to maybe fix that <laughs> It's, uh, it's it's bleeding pretty bad. I put I put a uh, put a tore my sleeve off here and I put it down there on the on the I've lost little accent. <laughs> I, put it, I put it down there. I on there. put it on the <laughs> I put it on the cut. I'm gonna try to do a first aid on him in addition to the first aid. I'm gonna use my resourceful talent to have some antiseptic and bandages on me. Okay, so spend the ten spend points. Spend ten luck. luck. Okay, that puts me at twenty two. So. Okay, someone's not getting out of this alive. 30, 35 <laughs> on a 50 uh, first aid. So, yeah, yeah, you managed to patch that up. And you are helped as well by the comparatively bright light of the burning tower above your head. <laughs> Perfect. However, Such a cool scene. there is this nasty cracking, creaking sound from the burning timbers above you. And there are little bits of burning debris that are beginning to fall down, like... Satan's own hailstones. <laughs> uh, I pour the like hydrogen peroxide or rubbing alcohol that I have on you. I bandage your arm up, and then I like tenderly like put my hands around your arm, and I look at you and say, "You can thank the last branch f- for that." Now let's run. I owe you one, buddy. That feels so much better. What was that voice? Uh, oh shit! <laughs> I owe you one, buddy. That feels so much better. He's just excited. I owe you one, buddy. It's so much better feeling now. Thanks. Fuck you. Just remember, uh, the last branch helped you. Now let's run that way and hope that we don't get crushed. 
Yeah, we're taking off running, and I, I, I'm kind of trusting him at this point to just know where, what he's doing to get out of there. Yeah, I mean, running might be an overstatement for how you're <laughs> we're going to tromp snow. through right. the snow <laughs> and try not to fall down. But yeah, you, you tromp your way through the snow, and there are larger and larger bits falling off the burning tower now, smacking into the snow around you. And as you make your way into the courtyard... Making your way to the courtyard... I'll tell you what, give me a spot hidden roll. Both of us? Yeah. Fuck! I got an 84 on a 70. I got a 78 on a 40. Oof. Then, yeah, you, you, you obliviously walk past <laughs> the, the house where the party's going on and just miss the swingy form of Lafayette. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I was really but, To be fair, that. visibility yeah. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a snow whip around. As they like run out of the area like where they would be smashed by the tower, Checkers turns around and is just kind of like walking backwards through the snow, like looking at the tower as it's like collapsing on itself. So oblivious. It's a pretty good distraction. Obl- oblivious to everything else around him. Well, and so obviously from that angle, my silhouette would be perfectly illuminated as he turns I around to look. I was about to say, if, if you want to use that as the basis for a pushed... Yes, I do want to use that as a basis for a push. And that is a 51 on a 40. Can we can we both push it? Can I push <laughs> yeah, it for Harvey the same reason? Too, right? <laughs> Did Harvey look at all? I mean, why not? It would be hilarious to have you both fail at the same time. <laughs> I pass mine. No! 25 on a 70. Just through the shrill, like, shriek of the wind, you hear, like, Avi! <laughs> and like, like a dog hearing its name, I shoot my head around, pointed right at it. <laughs> well, I, I was about to say, you, you see a few different things. So, yeah, I mean, they're in the light from the burning tower and also from the light coming out of the house where, or the outbuilding, rather, where the chauffeurs were having their little party. You can just see the outline of Lafayette in his jetpack, swinging backwards and forwards by one leg. There is something above him, but you can also see through the windows of the house behind him. You can see blood sprayed all over the windows. And, yeah, I mean, that's the point at which you catch sight of the thing that is scuttling down over Lafayette. Do you, do you want to give me a sand roll for all yeah. this? <laughs> uh, that's a super duper pass, a three on a 60. Okay, so you don't lose any sand for that, but so you're in a position to act. But checkers, having failed that push, I think you're standing there as well, looking back at this tower, and it's beautiful, isn't it? I, just the way the fire is, is burning there. Well, and st- steam is coming off of it as the snow falls down into the fire. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. I mean, it's, it's almost transfixing, isn't it? And it's really easy to stand there just for that moment too long as some of the larger timbers start falling down in your direction. Right, and it's almost as if every single one of my senses is focused on this. The only thing I can hear is the crackling of the fire and the wood. The only thing I can see is the beauty of the tower on fire. I stick my tongue out and snow <laughs> snow falls on it. And I'm like, that tastes cold. But what I'm looking at is hot. And I feel the warmth from the fire uh, okay. as it radiates off the tower. <laughs> but the tower at this stage and the strong winds is rocking backwards and forwards. And as you stand there looking at it, 
you can see it's moving and it's toppling and it's toppling and <laughs> Jesus Christ it's coming straight for you <laughs> oh my god can uh is it going to hit it, the creature? What is my sense of like, if I didn't move right now, would it fall right on me? I mean, if you want to stand there and try to work it out. <laughs> <laughs> you did fail a pushed roll, right? I'm going to yeah. say that I'm pretty freaking transfixed on this thing and I and it's hard to move around in this snow. So, All right. So, so you're, not going to, you're not going to try to dodge out of the way. You're just going to stand there and let it hit you. I'm going to continue moving backwards at the same pace I okay. was. But uh, <laughs> there's like no sense of urgency in my. So, so you're not trying to dodge it. No. Yeah, really make a point about how you're not trying to dodge the huge tower coming down on you when you don't have enough luck to okay, stay maybe, alive. Yeah, maybe without all your luck, it'll still bust your. Maybe once you. it gets close to me, if I if I it might snap me oh, out. Oh yeah, my... maybe you should dodge. I mean, from the point it starts falling, there isn't going to be a hell of a lot of time <laughs> right. before it's actually on you. <laughs> how about this? Yeah, I won't dodge because I just failed my dodge roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, yeah, no uh, attempt yeah. made. By how much? A uh, 51 on a 25. Oh, fuck. I could... Yeah, spend it all. <laughs> or could I push? But then I might die. Uh, you, yeah, you can't really push this because this okay. is a, you know, it's not an action you can really retry. Um, do I have enough luck to... I don't think I do. Yeah, uh, 22. 22. I am failed by... 26. 26. So, no, I can't. Yeah. Uh, Okay, well, then these burning timbers just start crashing all around you. The structure atop the tower falls off to one side and explodes in a shower of sparks. The timbers, though, are falling hard and heavy around you. And one of them does hit you because you don't manage to get out of the way. And you take... uh, Oh, that face. My health plus five damage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you take you take eleven hit points of damage. Ooh, as the dog. Wax into you and and drives you into the snowdrift. You are simultaneously freezing and burning at the same time. Oh god! Oh fuck! Hey, that that drops me down considerably, but I'm not stunned or anything. Is it more than half your hit points? Almost. <laughs> oh, Very t- almost. Do you have 23 <laughs> or 24? I had 24, and that was 11 damage, right? Damn. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'm down to not, uh, 13. You're not stunned. But you are at least partially pinned under this burning timber. So, it's like a huge plank of, of wood. Basically, yeah. One of the, one of the struts that oh, okay, was yeah. uh, supporting the tower is broken up into pieces because of the fire, but this is a fairly big pole or whatever that, that has landed on you. I mean, the good news is that you have a very strong man with I was you. just about to say, uh, <laughs> get this off. The bad news is I think he might be preoccupied. Uh, well, what I want to do, if I'm able to... <gasps> Harvey! <laughs> Fuck it. Harvey! Harvey, help me! <laughs> and and I'm assuming Lafayette shouting yeah. pretty much Harvey, the same thing at the same Harvey. time. Can I do like a charm roll Harvey. to charm Harvey into helping me instead? Harvey! <laughs> Uh, I want to do a fast talk roll to talk faster and get more Harveys out. Okay, I'm gonna. Oh my god! Can I charm his fast talk? Do you want to make an opposed roll to see which one of you is making the more compelling argument? Yeah. Yes. Sixty-eight on an eighty fast talk. Ooh! You win twenty-five on a 
on an 80. Javi, 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 I'm asking you very oh, quickly. On. I think he wins. Yeah. No. Oh, wait, no. is lower? You, yeah, you, you, yeah, lower's good in this game. Success. Oh, lower's oh. good it's in this the hard, game. It's the hard success versus just okay. a regular success. Then, uh, oh, well, fuck that. I mean, it, I mean, I mean it, it is still obviously... Yeah, up to you, Harvey. You know which one you follow, but it certainly sounds like <laughs> from from the cries that are reaching you, Harvey. It sounds like Checkers is far more in need. Harvey, yeah. look at your arm as a <laughs> <laughs> and help me. <laughs> How far off the ground is Lafayette compared uh, to us? He's uh, he's probably only about five or six feet off the ground. Oh, but it's just it's just the fact that that's hilarious. You know, he's that he's hilarious. hanging by an ankle while this creature is is starting to crawl over him. Oh shit! If he's that close to the ground, I think Harvey's instinct would be to help his boss by trying to just grab his ankle and pull it off the scaffolding. Do you at least guttering. give like a caring look toward? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Checkers. I didn't realize he was that close to the ground. I think I can try and do both. I, I mean, you could do both if they weren't like twenty feet apart. Oh, that, I, that you know, apart. It's just gotcha. moving backwards and forwards between them through the heavy snow is going to take yeah. such a long time. You can't help both of them. Harvey, your arm! I helped you. <laughs> help me. If he's that far away, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think, turn to the guy who's yelling at me closest to me right now. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I want to rip the other sleeve off of my other arm, <laughs> and I want to create like oven mitts now that I've got, <laughs> got a fiery thing I got to pull off a guy. And yeah, I want to try and move it off of him. And you're going to try to lift this large burning. Timber. Could I, yeah. could I like roll to help him by like pushing? You certainly can. Yeah, I mean, if you give me a strength roll and if it's a pass, you, you can give him a. It will take the difficulty level down by one. Cool. Okay, I got a. Uh, 25 on a 60 for my strength roll. So that's going to be a straight strength roll for Harvey. No! I uh, I fail it. It's a 97 on a 90, so I'm going to use 7 luck to just make it a success. Nice. Oh, oh thank nice. goodness. So, yeah, you, you managed to... I mean, luckily, using your, your oven mitts, you managed to avoid burning your hands too much. And, yeah, it's, I mean, it's difficult at first. This is a really big, heavy timber. And, I mean, it's on fire. That doesn't <laughs> yeah, help. It doesn't help at all. But but somehow, yeah, you, you, you put in almost a superhuman amount of strength. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's obviously down to the great first aid that Checkers gave you. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have stood a chance. Yeah, so, yeah. like, we were, as I'm, like, pushing up and he's lifting up. Come I'm, on, buddy, push! Push with all your might! I'm barely able to, like, with the, the snow is melting underneath the fire. It's melted just enough that I can slide right out and we drop yep. the drop the log. <laughs> and 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 will you drop your log? Let's let's <laughs> come back to Lafayette and see whether you still have a boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Lafayette doesn't know if he still has a Harvey. He sees him go to help him, and he's like, he's almost as pissed as he was at Morden. Hey, you can ha- you can have my guy. We'll just switch guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've lost three of my best friends recently, and I'm looking for a new master. Your guy, is, your guy's weird. Yeah, your guy is weird. Okay, so, so. yeah, I mean, they, there you are, swinging by your your trouser cuff off this uh, off this gutter, and this creature now has has crawled down and is beginning to move its way down your body. You can see its its hideous, misshapen head pulsing in the light that's coming from the windows and from the burning structure. Lafayette ignites the jetpack and tries to push (laughs) off 
and, awesome. and, he, and he hopes that breaks the thread on his trousers. So are you? If you're hanging upside down, there's you're a chance that this straight down. <laughs> no, I'm going to try to push off as I do it. But oh, I, I thought you were like, trying to and, burn the creature and go with sideways. The oh yeah, <laughs> I think there's well, that many things that can be really happening cool. <laughs> all at once here. Yeah. Well, well, do, do you want to give me a piloting role then? I think if it's a regular success, you're pushing away, and if it's a hard success, you can try igniting the creature. In the oh, process. piloting. Yeah, I have a 55 in that. So <laughs> it was. Th- it was. It was. It was 35. Oh, was 35, 35. Yeah. <laughs> two. Two. You rolled a two? two? I rolled a two. Holy That's a shit. <laughs> oh my god. Extreme success. Like a jetpack fart in the face. And, um... <laughs> As you're pushing off and taking off, it seems to be trying to take off after you, but yeah, your jet catches it straight on, and you can see fire engulf it, and yeah, just this sizzling sound as it falls down into the snow and twitches there. Oh! <laughs> Happy New Year, chap. And I do a flip in the air and land next to Harvey and, uh, and checkers. Fuck yes. And I think that's a good point to cut back to Mr. Ring. Hello, bright light in the in the wardrobe. I, I have lost three of my best friends recently, and I'm looking for a new master. I think along with the three of your best friends let's see whether you've lost any sand, <laughs> any sand roll for all this because this is a lot that's going on at the moment it's a lot 54 <laughs> on a 90 okay you still lose one point of sand okay because <laughs> he accidentally popped ahead so we gotta <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, 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 shit. He, he croqueted ahead. <laughs> I do want a luck roll as well, just to see whether you've been injured by any of the bits of fry, uh, flying cranium. Oh, that's a fail, 93. Okay. You created so... a frag grenade skull. Oh, my God. <laughs> Think of the infection you're going to get from that. that. That's three points of damage. So, Ooh. yeah, I mean, you, you can feel a sting in your, your cheek. And and as as you reach up, you can feel that there's something hard stuck in your cheek. My beautiful face has been tainted forever by me being the psychic conduit for the <laughs> the cattywampus game of uh, croquet that's been played through my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, if you if you pull this this loose, you can see that it's a bit of a high socket, and there's there's a bit of an eye in it as well. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Embedded into your face. You've, now you've got an actual third eye, so it works out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the physical realm does not uh, The physical realm does not nothing in the physical uh, nothing in the physical realm can hurt me. <laughs> uh, Margaret Payne has legged it at this stage and how many legs? <laughs> How many legs did she do it? <laughs> you can hear this buzzing from inside the wardrobe, or at least very deep inside the wardrobe, it sounds like, which again just goes, Release me! How would I do that, my new friend? I mean, there's there's no direct response to that. Yeah, well, you get the impression from the acoustics that, that that voice is coming from quite some distance away. The powers that possess the world help those who help themselves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I will be on my way then. Bright light in the wardrobe. Really? You're not going to do it? Do what? Open the wardrobe? <laughs> It is already open. The wardrobe's open. I mean, you can already oh, see okay. the light coming out of it. Yeah. I'm not, I don't feel, it did not tell me to step into it, nor reach into it, nor throw any body into it. So, <laughs> yeah, but what if Narnia's back there? Yeah. <sighs> you 
grew up Christian. You love that. <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so did Elden Ring, actually. He's a PK from Kentucky. <laughs> a preacher's kid? PK. Yeah, he's a preacher's kid <laughs> oh from Kentucky. God. Is that what you say on the boards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we're talking about all of our religious trauma. <laughs> so, so does that mean you're not investigating the wardrobe, or you are? Well, I'd like to if if it would give me any sort of direction. I am one who follows direction well. You can hear that the voice is coming from somewhere deep within the wardrobe, but... Are you there? My dear master, sir. Are you saying that in a conversational tone or are you shouting? He's reaching his head toward the light to kind of like poke its head in to say it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, as you look into the water, go into the water, you can see that what it is is there's a, a false door or secret door in the back of it that seems to go to a staircase that's leading down. I'm no lion, as I am not strong in physical strength, but I can be a witch. And he uh, <laughs> walks into the wardrobe. C.S. Lewis. <laughs> there are these wooden steps leading down. There's a fair bit of light coming from down below, and you can hear God again this. Oh, is my voice breaking up <laughs> no, again? I just no, got him good. I'm just like getting fucked, man. I'm just like <laughs> ready for it, you know? I'll say that again to make it easier for you to edit. Appreciate you. Yeah, you, you head down and there's a set of wooden stairs that are going down. There's brick-lined walls and you can see light coming from down below and there's this rattling sound as well, sound like metal rattling and this, this buzzing voice again saying, Release me! Yes, okay, I hear you. Calm down. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, you seem very perturbed by this whole situation. May I ask you a few questions? Who who is that? That is that is not Mordant. Who are you? No, we destroyed Mordant together. <laughs> There's a pause there. Mordant is dead. Well, yes, of course. Through the power invested in me from you. Good, good, good. Then you must release me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. And, and as you, you make your way to the bottom of the stairs, you can see that it opens up into what looks like a laboratory or a workshop of some kind. That there are workbenches with all sorts of strange equipment and kind of half finished it devices, inventions. You know, you're, you're not quite sure. There's a big freestanding what looks like electrical loom that's got all sorts of strange wiring on it. But the thing that attracts your attention the most is in the center of the room, bolted to the floor, is something that looks almost like a, a medieval torture device made of black iron. Mm. And there is something that is bolted within it. This strange twisted insectile like thing uh, it, it has too many legs and it has claws and pincers and things sticking out of its head and its, its head is pulsating you can't see any eyes you, you can't even really see anything you can identify as a mouth do you want to give me a sand roll? yeah <laughs> I do that's a 11 on an 89 Yes, yeah. Somehow you're taking this in your stride. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Hello there. Future bug master and overlord, perhaps. I have a question for you. Uh, I'm a very passionate voter 
And so I would like to know what platforms uh, you are interested in paying attention to if you are going to take over humanity, which is just an assumption is my thought of your goal. I have no interest in taking over your pitiful species. Release me now and you shall be spared. So does that involve the killing of the, the rest of the people like me? Only those who get in my way. And what is the end goal? My goal is to be released. Well, sure, for now. That's short term. What is your long term goal, please, mister? <laughs> there is this long pause as it is trying to process what the fuck you're saying. I mean, it's, it's rattling this iron cage that it's stuck in. The other thing you can see now that you're a bit closer and talking to this is that it looks really badly hurt. A, a few of its limbs seem to be broken. There are wounds all over its carapace. It looks like it has wings, but the wings look damaged. But the worst of all is... Yeah, this this sort of brainy-looking head that it's got, covered in crenellations, has got holes in it. It looks like holes have been drilled into its head. And you can see crusted around some of the holes, this, this sort of yellowish pus. Oh my god. Hey, I was just wondering, uh, you seem to be in pretty bad shape. Do you think that that would make you any less... Psychic attack! Psychic attack! Psychic attack! <laughs> you can try to psychic attack it by all means. Oh, fucking shit. 71 on a 90 normal success. Oh, yeah. That's that's an extreme success on its part. <laughs> oh, so, no. so, so, so Peter, what happens if Mary your opponent bests you? Sorry? So what happens if your opponent bests you at this contest? Psychic powers, psychic attack, allowing heroes to use psychic attack. Uh, is this a monster or a mythos monster? It's a mythos monster. Psychic attacks do not work on mythos monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so not only have you failed just on basic terms, but it wouldn't have worked even if you succeeded. Yeah. The minds of Mythos monsters are so alien that to connect with them is to risk losing one's own mind. A human attempting to psychically attack a Mythos monster must immediately make a sanity roll, taking the standard sanity loss as described in the monster's profile. So it means that you could take a, the same sanity roll twice for seeing them and then trying to connection. Then give me a sanity Great. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you you get all these impressions as you dig into its mind of just darkness and these strange alien minds and uh, moving through interstellar space and moving, flying just through space through all these places that the angles don't quite work right. I rolled a ninety-four on an eighty-nine. <laughs> okay. Oh, and you lose six points of sand. Oh. Do you want to give me an intelligence roll? No. <laughs> oh, 28. Pass. On a 50. It's probably bad for you. <laughs> the good news is you get five points of Cthulhu Mythos. The bad hey. news is you are having a bout of madness, and you're having one where there are no other player characters around. <laughs> so we'll use the summary rules for that. So let's just draw a curtain on what happens here, and we'll come back to you shortly to see what's happened. <laughs> hey, Scott. Thank you. 
<laughs> I'm really happy right now. I like that we learned in real time that what you did was a horrible decision. <laughs> <laughs> to, to think back on how much glee we had when you sh- shouted psychic attack and the way that it ended up. <laughs> that was Whoops. just beautiful. <laughs> You've gone mad and so you're just repeatedly trying to psychic attack. <laughs> oh, God. Now, meanwhile, back out in the courtyard, uh, yeah, there's... There's bits of burning debris all around now, which are lighting the courtyard quite nicely. And you can see that there are more of these flying creatures. Some of them moving through the air, some have landed on the roofs. You can see some scuttling in through windows on the manor house. And and the air around you is buzzing. Ooh. Holy shit. Well, I don't know about you fellas, but I think we ought to get up there and kill that thing in the, in the wardrobe in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that I've been like rescued from underneath the burning log and I've mm. got burns and shit all over me and I've seen this yep. crazy shit, I immediately start to miss Eldon and I'm like, yeah, he, he actually believes in the shit that I was trying to peddle and it's, it's happening now. Fuck. And uh, he's just going to run towards the entrance of the main house to try to go find Eldon. Harvey's just going to turn to Lafayette. Hey, boss, I think it's time we get out of here. I think that's a capital idea, Harvey. Do you think we could get one of these cars going? I don't think any of these cars are moving into some of the snow melts. I think our best bet is to seek refuge inside. Maybe find the wine cellar. As Checkers is running off, he's like, Don't you want to show your that the, the scientist how much better you are than him? <laughs> You know, perhaps tomorrow when things have calmed down, but there are an awful lot of, um, well, you know, demons in the air. <laughs> there are an awful lot of demons Demon. in the air. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm following Lafayette's lead no matter what, but I think we're aiming for. The I mean, house. we are. We're following. We're running after you all the same. But yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, you make your way as quickly as you can through the snow. Um, actually, each of you could give me a spot hidden roll on your way past if you want. Ot seven. 25. Okay. A 14 on a 70. That's my, that's the extreme, extreme success. You all notice as you're going past, at least parts of the cars that are parked outside seem to be relatively cleared of snow. In fact, it mostly seems to be the fronts of the cars. Now you look at it, the, the hoods are open and there are bits of engine just strewn all over the place. Oh, shit. Looks like snow is the least of our troubles with these autos, Harvey. Uh, yeah, we ain't going anywhere in any of these. Eldon! <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, you make your way towards the the house, and as you get in through the main doors, you can see coming down the the stairs at the far end of the hallway, there, there's a few of the staff who stopped and just looking, and there's Margaret Payne. Just, she's walking fairly slowly down the stairs, and she is absolutely covered in blood with grey specks on her. Uh, she's got a, a thousand-yard stare in her eyes, and she's she's just swaying as she's coming down. Miss Payne, have you have you seen Eldon? I, he, he killed Cicero. He, he killed Cicero. He, ki- 
Where? He did what? She just points upstairs and then just faints dead away and bounces down the rest of the stairs. Oh, shit. Lafayette is bounding, <laughs> Lafayette is bounding up the stairs where she pointed three at a time. Checkers is following after him. Same with Harvey. He's like, maybe he's not dead yet and he can see my jetpack before. <laughs> like, it's the last thing he sees as I like hold his hand and I'm like, look, look, Cicero. <laughs> And then, he, and then he's gone, and then I piss on his bed. <laughs> As he's dying, he looks up to you with a tear in his eyes, and he's like, you were better. <laughs> yeah, he says this with no eyeballs and no head. <laughs> no, this is all in Lafayette's in imagination your, in as he's running yeah. up the stairs. He says, I never hated you. I just loved your wife. <laughs> <laughs> It's the look in the eye that, that's still embedded in, um, uh, in, in Mr. Ring's cheek. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shouting Eldon's name as I'm running up the stairs, too. Do it. I mean, yeah, you, you can see that there's light coming down from the end of the corridor. And probably more importantly, there is a trail of bloody footprints coming down the corridor from this room at the end. That's Yeah, that's what Checkers is going to be following. You get in there and... I mean, as bad as the wallpaper in this room probably looked before, it looks a lot worse now. <laughs> there is blood and brain and bits of skin and bone just splattered around the place like pebble dash. Um, the the almost headless body of, of Cicero leaking blood into the carpet. And from down below, you can hear this heavy clanking sound and something heavy falling over. And this this buzzing voice saying, Yes, 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 yes you shall be spared. You shall be spared. You and you alone. Checkers runs towards that. Lafayette dips his finger in some of the blood on the wallpaper and takes a lick. And, <laughs> and he knows. He, he knows it's Cicero. <laughs> and he, and he kind of... It's, it's cold. He sits down for a moment next to the, the corpse on the bed. And he... He doesn't really know what to do with his life. <laughs> I mean, there, there, there is still this bottle of, of strange yellowish liquid there and the hypodermic syringe as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, this is rock bottom. I should probably start injecting, right? <laughs> <laughs> Scott's just like, well, here we <laughs> go. <laughs> Having a rough night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next logical step for you. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey's standing over Morden's body. And is, well, this is this is good news, right? This is the kind of the end game here, right? You uh, you you win. You won. You won. Harvey, don't you see? I wanted to rub his nose in it, and now he doesn't have one. Well, you can do that here. Look. <laughs> <laughs> and I start to rub the Rubbing skull. His nose in it. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. The half, the half of a skull. <laughs> so it's just Checkers who's running downstairs, and the other two of you are commiserating over uh, Morden's corpse upstairs. Yeah, you've got this right, Checkers. <laughs> oh, I've never been more ready. We st- we'll start moseying on down there. You, know. you run downstairs, and there is this horrible buzzing sound. Uh, sound like the one you heard outside and sure enough when you come round the corner there is this this battered form uh, this creature like the one uh, you saw outside or the ones you saw outside 
that is beginning to rise off the ground, and, and there on the ground before it, kneeling almost in reverence, is the form of Mr. Ring. Mr. Ring is coming back to his senses now, I guess, but I mean, how this has affected you, how you know, this glimpse of seeing something so much greater than yourself is shaping your thoughts at the moment is entirely up to you. Is this thing still inside the cage? No. No, Mr. Ring <laughs> seems to have just finished freeing it. I'm going to use my resourcefulness, uh, so I'm going to take <laughs> 10 points. And I have a gun on me. Oh, And okay. I'm going to shoot this thing because it scares me. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Mr. Ring, you can see that that checkers your old master. Is that right? Or is he still your current master? I mean, I don't. does he still have anything to teach you compared to the wonders you've just seen inside this creature's mind? Good point. I have been completely transformed by the darkness that is now within me. It has completely tainted my soul. And I will now be known as Dark Soul. (laughs) (laughs) For fuck's sake. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Wow. I love it so much. (laughs) My god. Uh, Then, yeah, I mean... Mr. Soul can see <laughs> can see Checkers pulling out this gun as this the, this divine creature is is beginning to rise up in the air. What, what's everyone doing? Yeah, Checkers is just going to unload his gun and while he's screaming like, "Elden, Elden!" My name has no longer chosen to be Elden Ring. You were once my friend and my pop, mentor. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're, you're just firing wildly into this thing as fast as the gun will shoot. It, exactly, yeah. It's going to be point-blank range, so this will be three normal firearm handguns rolls. Fail, 85 on a 50. 36 on a 50. 19 on a 50. Don't bother rolling damage on this because guns aren't very effective. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean the, I mean, the the bullets whack into it, and and I mean they make holes, and, and the thing seems angry. You can hear the, the the timbre of its buzzing getting louder, and the buzzing voice just fills the room you know even over the, the the deafening effect of the gunshots and mr soul can hear it just saying destroy him well obviously after some time to get taking attacks taking attacks taking attacks <laughs> As I as I finish unloading or like just sh- shooting three bullets off at this thing, I feel the same feeling that I got downstairs in the ballroom. The feeling that broke your heart. Sixty. Forty-four. Fuck you. <laughs> I see the lack of effect that my bullets have made on this thing, and I look at Eldon and I change the aim of my gun because I can feel him attacking me again psychically. And I fire a single bullet towards Elden. Wow. Okay. 
I mean, while you're doing this, the the creature is just flying through the air past you <laughs> to go up the stairs. Oh, okay, not at me. <laughs> it's quite happy to leave you two downstairs to kill each other while it escapes. <laughs> Pretty good plan on its part. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not stupid. <laughs> We've got personal shit we're working out. <laughs> So you, you were you were going to shoot Mr. Soul? Um, hopefully not. But I'm going to shoot at him. You, you'll get a bonus die as well because it's point blank range. Oh, you know, perfect! <laughs> well, that's a thirty-one and also a thirty-one oh, wow. again. So 31. I uh, I successfully shoot him. <laughs> uh, so what kind of gun is this? Just like a small handgun like a like a thir- like a th- 38 yeah like a 38 special okay so uh roll a d10 damage 10 <laughs> okay so yeah there is this searing pain your 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 friend your confidant your your leader the man who defined your life defined your beliefs defined your existence until a moment ago a man named checkers <laughs> a man named checkers uh, Yes, Checkers <laughs> has betrayed you. But only because you betrayed me. <laughs> Fair enough. I went from 21 to 11 hit points. Oh, yeah. I mean, d- does yeah, the physical shot, pain hurt more, or is it more the emotional pain <laughs> of having been shot by your mentor? Well, obviously, physical pain can't... Oh, I just got shot. Yes, physical pain hurts more. <laughs> uh, and as as soon as I shoot him, I drop the gun, and I'm like, Why? Why would you do that? You've shot him in the the abdomen. If you're lucky, maybe not in the gut, in the stomach. But but there's you know there's blood welling out from between his fingers now. I definitely am gonna immediately try to first aid him. <laughs> uh, is is Mister Soul putting up with that? You you've just been shot, and now he's trying to tend to your wound. Why? Why did you not join on the true side of? <laughs> you you've been tricked. They've got to you. I thought you were stronger than that. But we seek the universe and its power. Well, on my way down, you don't know any of this, but on my way down the ladder, I thought about just whatever you're into, I was going to do, but then you tried to mind attack me again, you son of a bitch. And then he starts pouring the hydrogen peroxide on his (laughs) open wound on his stomach. (laughs) Oh. There, there is a fine line between first aid and torture. <laughs> well, I'm trying to do a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> do you want to give me a first aid roll? Yes. 54 on a 50. I have four luck. <laughs> oh, I'll spend four luck to make that pass. Okay. Which puts me at eight. So you can have, you can have a D4 hit points back. Oh, sweet. As- as somehow having hydrogen peroxide poured in a gunshot wound does you the world of good. Well, yeah, it's it's that, and then once it's kind of done fizzing up, I like get some gauze and just like put it in the hole. It was like seventy percent hydrogen peroxide, so it dissolved the bullet. <laughs> uh, I'm back up to thirteen now, former master checkers. What was that thing that you were talking to? That it wanted to be free. And it wants to... I didn't quite understand, but it's powerful. He's just like jaw on the floor, like mouth open, like does not understand what in the past 
20 minutes what's happened to his friend. Like, he's just, like, shaking his head, like, what the fuck? I've seen things on the other side tonight that are so powerful. More than you can imagine. And while Mr. Soul bears his soul (laughs) to check his... Let's cut upstairs. Harvey and Lafayette can hear this buzzing sound uh, from down below. Then there's gunshots, there's shouting. The buzzing sound is getting louder and louder as something comes bursting out of the wardrobe. Something very much like the things you saw outside, but this time you're now seeing it in bright light. You can see... The the twisted, you know, insectile form, the strange pincers, the pulsating head, the the strange wounds all over it as it floats above the ground. Do you want to give me sand rolls first of all? <laughs> oh shit! I fail a sixty-eight on a sixty. Can you can you luck a sanity roll? You cannot. Okay. Can you lick a sanity roll? <laughs> How many licks? <laughs> it's does cold. The center of a sanity roll. <laughs> Uh, I believe I passed. Let me get my sheet back up. Oh, nope. 93 on an 89. I fail. Okay, so you both failed. So Lafayette loses... Oh, he only loses one point of sand. And Harvey loses five points. That's more like it. Oh! <laughs> uh, can I have an intelligence roll off Harvey, please? Yes, you can. That's a 44 on a 60. Yeah. Okay, so you're having a bat of madness as well. So again, you get five points of Cthulhu Mythos. What, what do you think of the bomb? Blind panic? Does that sound about right? Yeah, totally. So, yeah, I mean, in, in your panic to get out of the room, I mean, you're pushing Lafayette out of the way. The two of you are just stumbling all over each other. And, and this creature yeah, actually doesn't seem to be paying you much attention. It, it just flies out of the room at speed. From beyond in the corridor and and down the stairs, you can hear sounds. I mean, you heard a few sounds before, glass breaking and stuff like that. But now, now there are other sounds. There are people screaming and there's strange sounds like electrical discharge. And just this buzzing, so much buzzing in the air, not just this thing that flew past you, but it's just like suddenly the air is absolutely filled with buzzing. Oh my God, it's a swarm. (laughs) And shall we leave the episode here? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. So we're going to be able to clean it all all up and have a good ending by <laughs> the next episode. Yeah, it should be a pretty <laughs> yeah, clean sure ending. <laughs> the light in that tower was actually like a, a bug zapper that we destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't an exa- a zapper. It was going to like draw them in like moths. We, oh, there, my God. There would have been thousands more. Thousands more. But they would have been the over there. the best thing we could do. <laughs> Yeah, they would have been over there. May oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally what it is. Yeah. It? <laughs> it's gonna change the world, you know. I didn't know a body could be hollow before its blood ran cold. I didn't know that the wind could sow. Tissue and ragged bone. You 
Rattling my 